Today I'm going to be talking about uh, uh, things that stitch us together, but I also like to share uh, throughout the month uh, about things that uh, not only ties that bind us together, but how in Scripture we also learn how we are woven together. And that's going to be next Sunday about how we're woven together into one beautiful fabric. And I'm going to bring one of my rugs uh, uh, here to illustrate that. Uh, also, in the following Sunday, we're going to be remembering how we were actually poured together by the waters of baptism. As we become, from many peoples, we become one family through the waters of baptism. And then the last Sunday, this is a warning. This is the asterisk. And then you go to the little, this is the fine print. Sunday, we're going to learn how we move together. We move together in mission. We move together in prayers. And that whole prayer thing is going to be up here. And we're going to pray for them intentionally. We're going to anoint the sick. We're going to have, you know, uh, and, and, and there is something that says that we may even have a conga line. Eddie, get ready for that one. <laughs> a conga line in the last Sunday. I've never done it in church, but why not? Why not? Or game. Very good. I don't know. <laughs> Sometimes I think one of these days I'm going to get a pink slip. <laughs> but you know, it is God's desire to bring God's people together. Broken and divided as we are. Broken and, 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 and painful and, and frustrated and limited as we are. God brings us together in family. God wishes for God's people to have a deep sense of belonging, a deep sense of togetherness, a deep sense of unity in purpose, in mission, and like we're experiencing today also in worship. This is the community of faith. God does not make only little islands. Little islands actually have to survive by connections. Eddie and I come from islands. We have to survive with connections from other places. We just can't survive on our own. There is one little line that does that. I heard about it. Very self-sufficient. But only 300 people. So God builds this community. God calls it the church. God pours God's spirit over it. And then God gives you a new nature. And God gives us a new life. Is that true? Well, listen to the word as I, pray, as I read out of Colossians chapter 3, verses 10 and 15. Uh, by the way, you have this in, in your booklet. You have that in the back somewhere. You have these words. And, it's in, and listen to and for the word of the Lord. Put on your new nature and be renewed as you learn to know your creator and become like him. This, in this new life, it doesn't matter if you're a Jew or a Gentile, circumcised or uncircumcised, barbaric, uncivilized, slave or free, Christ is all that matters, and He lives in all of us. Since God chose you to be the holy people He loves, you must clothe yourselves with tenderness, mercy, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Make allowance for each other's crazy, I mean, others' faults. And forgive anyone who offends you, starting with your pastor. Remember the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive others. Above all, clothe yourselves with love, which binds us all together in perfect harmony. And as a result, let the peace 
that comes from Christ ruling your hearts. For as members of one body, you are called to live in peace and always be thankful. You see, it is God that does the stitching together. It is God that decides to bring us together. It is God that does the stitching. It is depending what kind of stitching we're going to do. Now, if we're going to do stitchings about threads, oh my goodness, I googled that and there are thousands of pages of stitchings. I found out stitches that are called over-stitching, under-stitching, bottom-hole stitching, uh, hundreds of those kinds of stitches. However, if you're in the medical field, the idea of stitching is actually to put you together. So when you go to a doctor, the doctor can do a butterfly stitch, can do a straight stitch, can do a nylon stitch, can do an a, a, a animal gut line stitch, can actually glue you together at times and even staple you up together. Hmm. Sounds interesting. The idea of stitching is to put together that which is divided. The idea of stitching is to, to merge, to fasten, to make sure that that which was divided now is not going to come unhinged, is not going to come, uh, is not going to come undone, is not going to be divided again. It is going to remain fastened together. But, you know, in reality, our lives are kind of unstitched, unhinged broken, frustrated. We experience losses. We experience fears. How many of us go through weekly depressions? How many of us go through worries, through anxieties that tend to just maintain us, maintain us captive or fear of our broken hearted? How about the brokenness in our culture, the divisiveness that we see in television, the hatred among peoples? Come on. But we experience this intimate and private brokenness, this intimate and private unstitching, where our thoughts, our feelings, our attitudes could be split, confused at times. We sometimes don't understand that brokenness. We don't even know or understand that pain. But we feel it. Some of us have gotten so used to the pain that we ignore it. And some of us don't even know the difference. But grace, but grace enters a scene. Who, who, and, and the God who promises, the God who through the prophets told us that he was going to give us a new heart, is not, what, is not that what he said? That he was going to take our heart of stone, which is hard and, and unshapeable, and he was going to turn into a heart of flesh, which is shapeable, palpable, teachable. To God's word. And not only did God promise to change that heart, but he says, as, as we read in the psalm, he heals the brokenhearted. He bandages their wounds. We hear in another very common psalm, he restores our souls. And ultimately, he sent Jesus Christ not only to save us, but to mend our hearts, to begin a new life, to give us a new nature, to give us a new nature and a new life. He's not only going to bind that heart together, he's going to make it new. So as you are being healed, that, as, as the bandit is being placed in your heart, and as the initial hurt is being dealt with by God, God is going to make it new, going to renew it, 
going to change your heart from stone into flesh. By grace, God enters. And then God places us in community. So not only is God interested in fixing our intimate brokenness, our intimate unstitchedness, God wants us to have a new life. And then he brings us together, unstitched, unhinged, unperfect, and weird as we are. God has a sense of humor. He brings us together and calls us the church. <laughs> and we enjoy that fellowship. We thrive. We grow in that fellowship. That is the intention. That is the purpose of God, to bring us to that community which God calls the church. In another place, uh, Paul describes that we are given a new garment. So put on that new nature. See the idea? Move into that new nature, which is more positive than negative, which has more faith than fear. Move into that new nature. And as you move into that new nature, then you will begin to experience a new life. And then God places us in community so that we may grow, mature, become together. God is teaching us not only within, but he's making us together into a family. A new garment. And listen to this. A new temple. A new dwelling place. Listen to how, how Paul describes it in Ephesians and, and other places in Colossians. There is no Jew or Gentile. There is no slave or free, male or female. For you are all one in Christ. If Paul were writing these words today, Because you see, I live in Cobb County, Georgia, and, and I don't see issues between Jews and Gentiles, right? What would Paul write there if it was here? There is no longer black or white, Hispanic or color. Slave or free, there is no longer upper class, lower class, documented, undocumented. Then when he says male or female, there is no longer gay or straight. And then these words will have to stay the same. For you are all one in Christ Jesus. Oh, I didn't say we were perfect. Ah, oh, the broken, it's all, okay. But in spite of that, God brings us together. We are carefully, he continues in Ephesians, we are carefully joined together in him, becoming a holy temple for the Lord. Through him, you Gentiles, everybody, are also being made part of his dwelling where God lives by his Spirit. In Romans, Paul says, so it is with Christ's body. So it is with Christ's body. We are many parts of one body, and we are all one belonging to each other. So, yes, we are stitched together. We are brought together. We are gathered together. We dwell together. We become together. We share together. We cry together. We laugh together. We eat together. We learn together. We love together. And today... We are invited to sit at table together. Wow, what a privilege. 
A new nature has been given to us. A new clothing has been given to us. A new life has been given to us. Therefore, we become that new temple. We, we become that new dwelling of hope. We become the tabernacle of God in this community. As we grow in our new nature, in our new life, in our new clothing, in our new dwelling. That's the idea. We are carefully joined together in Him, becoming a holy temple for the Lord. Your new me and our new home. Above all, clothe yourselves with love, which binds us all together in perfect harmony. May I change the word bind if you allow me? Above all, clothe yourselves with love which stitches us together, which stitches us together in perfect harmony. Let us pray. Dear God, we thank you that your word can speak to us, that your word can go beyond our mind and touch our spirit, that your word can teach us who we really are, and see our darkness and yet not run away because you are our light, our rescue, our redeemer. We thank you that you call us out of darkness and bring us to your marvelous light so that we can be a new people, so that we can have a new way of being ourselves. And thus others will see something weird and will ask, why are you so patient? Why are you so loving? Why is your faith so big? And undoubtedly, we can just point to the Son of God, our Lord Jesus Christ. That is why. Thank you, Lord, for bringing us together, for binding us together. And we pray that that blessed, blessed tie that binds us together. Through Christ our Lord. Amen.